Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why are the playoffs better at Boston Pizza? Because we've optimized our sports bar experience by studying in-depth analytics. Starting with our new BP Winged Ribs, currently leading all apps in wings above replacement, and deep-fried pickle wedges, an early favorite for the unanimous number one overall pickle. And, of course, the advanced stats darling and leader in pints per game, the new Beer Mosa. Catch the playoffs at Boston Pizza, powered by Fanalytics. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Oilers Nation Radio, we are back in Edmonton. Tyler's here. I'm here. Dan's here. Rick's here. Liam's here. The gang's all here. We've got game five coming up tonight. It is a massive one. It is an opportunity for the boys to take their first lead in the series. And damn it, I'm feeling good about it. Although a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. First, we've got to start off with a shout out to our friends at Oodle Noodle, 18 locations and counting. If you are in Edmonton and you want an Oilers Nation sticker for free, pop on in there. Get yourself a Tokyo Glaze. <laughs> Maybe some spring rolls. Maybe some green onion cakes. Deep fried wontons. Maybe some deep fried wontons. General Sunny's chicken. Maybe some General Sunny's chicken. Then ask for some stickers. Yeah. About it. They have oh, deep fried wontons. And they're they so sure good. do. Sounds amazing. They're fantastic. They're very they're tasty. Work. They are lovely. I do. Yeah. I a like, nice crisp. I like how Liam got a new coat for his birthday. Happy belated birthday to Liam. That is a nice Thank coat. You. It is. But it's so bloody hot in this office, but you are so committed to rocking that new coat. You haven't taken it off once. Oh, you're just lucky I didn't wear my Evander Kane jersey with it too. I would have been sweating buckets all over this place, but it's a nice jacket. It's a really nice jacket. Thank you to Sports Closet, who I don't think sponsors They gave you the present. They gave you a present? Today. Yep. It's awfully nice of them. Yep. Thank you. Fantastic to the people. Men wow. down there. Also got some new socks for my birthday that were Oilers themed. Hmm. And my sister and her boyfriend got me, funnily enough, another picture from Sports Closet. Just a big themed birthday for me. Do you have a discount over there? They just drop your name and it's 10% off? <laughs> it was uh, like a canvas of Connor McDave in scoring against, I think it was the Bruins. And it's pretty cool. It's like a paint canvas. Are we going to see that behind you in future broadcasts from your home? I think studio? I'm going to try and figure out how I can bring that in and the signed Dustin Penner jersey into both. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I have to make all that work. I know, I've noticed you don't have the socks on though. No, no, you no. You know it's game day today, my, right? My, um, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's game day though, right? I'm surprised I know. you're not oh, wearing I'm, something I'm well, on uh, your feet. I'm, I'm not changing. even at work yet. I've got the attire ready to go. Okay. It's yeah. getting pressed. Well, it's ready I, to roll. I wear my Puyavi jersey on game days. Oh, Still full of respect. In a great way. I've won it in game two and game four. So weather's well, not appropriate for those shoes though, by the way. They know the, what's the common denominator in that? An epic victory royale. Well, well, then we need you to wear it again. I'll be wearing it. It's the only option. Yep. Tyler, and what can, is the delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle? Now that we've wasted roughly three minutes of everyone's time. You were late. Yeah, you were <laughs> eight minutes late. And I'm also pulling a Jay Down and I'm eating a poutine while we do this show. Jay Down um, needs a poutine on here? Usually a salad. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, anyways, the delicious debate today for our friends at Oodle Noodle. Ooh. 
Evander Kane, Zach Hyman both got off the schneid in game four and delivered meaningful moments for this team. Which oiler do you want to see get off the schneid in game five? Newt, move on. Okay. <laughs> and a big shout, over. big shout out to Boston Pizza and all our other sponsors. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> now, but for me, uh, it's Nuge. Like, he's had some shots. He's had some looks. He's got the shot. I need him to get a goal. We're going to get a Nuge game. And there's no better time for it than tonight at Rogers Place in game five. Dan? It's time for Kyler Yamamoto to uh, shut up some of his haters and I doubters. Like that one. I'd like to see uh, Yamo. I, I, I still believe that Yamo does the right things away from the puck. I've always believed that about his game and that it just doesn't seem to work. And I believe that was the case for the other guy that we sent out the door as well, uh, Jesse Pugliarvi. But that's uh, that's neither here nor there because Kyler Yamamoto is with us. And so I'd like to see him be our playoff performer. Somebody, Rick, oh, sorry, I was going to say someone in the chat today said, Yamamoto is our new Yessi Poyavi. Yep. And I basically told him to shut up because oh, well. we don't need to put any yeah. of that negativity on anyone yep. like we did with Yessi when he was here. Like I just said, he's already been supporting us through the playoffs. This also, fan- Yamo, it's as if like scoring goals is the only way to be effective, apparently, in a playoff game or any hockey game. Is a reason he plays by yeah. Leon Dreisaitl. It's probably because he quite enjoys that he goes and hunts bucks and gets them to him. The thing that just kind of confuses me is how like there's all these people who are staunch supporters of Yesapuliarvi. Right. They wanted him in the top six more, even though he didn't score because they liked the things he did away from the puck and all that. Yamamoto does the same thing. And it's almost like these same people are like so mad that Puliyarvi's not here anymore that they want to hate Yamamoto. Yeah. It's like, I mean, even at their worst, you could argue they're just the same. So I don't know. That one you know what the, you know what the difference answer. is, though? Is they're not arguing with the player. They're arguing about the, the MSM on the other side, arguing against them. This yeah. has nothing to do with the player itself. It has to show, it has to do with showing up the specters of the Maddies or the whoever else is that was said their player, the player they thought was good was not good. That's all it is. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's pretty obvious, but the real answer is I don't give a shit. Just win the damn game. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean we have a fair. pretty boring show if that's how we wanted to take this. <laughs> I'll let the first two answers go come around the corner here. Uh, you know what? I think it's going to be someone tonight. I just feel like, you know what, this is going to be a Connor game tonight. And I know you haven't really, I know there's been nothing against Connor. What has he got? Six points in four games so far. Yeah. yeah but three points last game. Doesn't I'm, have a lot of five on five. <laughs> Make a power play regular season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is just one of those games. I think where we saw it last year when he did it in game seven against LA, he's did it in game five against Calgary. Uh, this is going to be a Connor McDavid game tonight. I like that. Tyler, what do you got? Well, this was our uh, Labatt Canada Budweiser cooler question on Oilers Nation every day. So, so I you wanted took a swing to, at this already. Yeah, I did. But I wanted to hear your guys' answers because the Yamo one isn't one I discussed at all. And I thought we kind of took every name off, but that was a good one. But I'll throw this out to you guys as my answer. Is Stuart Skinner an unfair answer for this? No, that's completely fair. Like I think him having, like he's been average, I think is like how yeah. we'd all describe it. Average. If he's good today, boy, that's probably more meaningful than a potential good nuge game or a potential good yammo game. Right. I'm looking for stretch to yeah. Stretch to I need that guy. I want that guy. I can see that guy. I can visualize it. Tyler. Yeah. I, I can't look at any goal and say that was a bad one. I don't think. Yeah. Um, you can look at a few and go, ah, you know, could, it was safe but, but are you looking at the goal per se? Or are you looking at, everything in general go, Oh, that one sucked. You know, we were up yep. by two. Now it's one or we're up by one. Now it's tied. No, that sucks. Be- and, but I think if you take every one of his goals and put it in, in like a, in a vacuum, I don't think you're overly upset about any of them. No, not at all. 
that's why, you know, the whole pulling, you know, being around some people, they thought, yeah, I get Campbell in is almost like it was a negative to Skinner, but I don't think it was. It was more of a wake no, up. No, that the was a shake team. up. That's the shake up. The team. Yeah. Like, so Stu's I'm back actually, in that tonight. yeah. So I'm really glad to see that Stu's back where you should be tonight. Um, but yeah, you know what? Goalies sometimes win you games in playoffs. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit here tomorrow and be upset if he had 48 saves and we win two one or something like that. Yeah. Liam, what you got? Can you repeat the question just in full before I give my answer? Because mm. I want to give a different one from what I said on all this okay. every day. After Kane and Hyman got off the schneid <laughs> and stepped up in game four, yeah. who do you want to see step up in game five? Okay. So my answer, just to try and be different, I am, I am going to say Dejane. I think, I know it's kind of a different approach. He's obviously not going to score, but we spoke about this. He, hey, you never know. If he gets in his office, he's dangerous. Um, he has actually not been like overly brutal as bad. people are making him seem. But his mistakes are just so costly. It makes him look way worse than he is. But when you actually watch him play, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> he is like very, very good at separating men from the park. And when he just like, he's able to play that simple, simple game. He's usually pretty good on the penalty kill. Last game, it wasn't great. Obviously he got benched after his penalty kill shift. But besides from that, like the mistakes are just leading to goals. So I would just like to see him just settle just, it down. Relax. There's buddy. so many things you're, before you're his mistake, himself. quote unquote, that happened to, that leads it to get there. For sure. But, like, that I don't what, think, though? but we just do this. We do this. We People will screenshot things like, look, what was my nurse doing? Look at Vinny here. Well, that's not, that's like, they're taking that out of context. How did it get there? Why I is it all on him? Sure. He makes a move here, but then there's Leon got knocked down at the blue line. Didn't get up super duper fast. Yeah. The defenseman beside him didn't notice that he wasn't getting up very fast. And that dude came in all by himself. Yet we blame one guy on the other side because we can see a screenshot of it. I think uh, it's just cheap to me. The defensemen are always going to be the ones that'll take the bullet yeah. because they're the, the, the last, last guy. Yeah. That's fair. Line. But I agree. Like even, uh, I think nurse took a little bit of, of you took a lot of heat. But oh, you look yeah. at the you look at the goals that were like his fault. Sure, like the penalty kill one, like that's such a like a rare mistake that two guys completely whiff on the puck and he gets to the guy. Like mm. whatever, throw that one out. The first one was Yamamoto just giving up on his man and literally not even saying anything to know. As you can see him, his move, lips don't move. What was it the fourth one where Dry Saddle kind of fell down? It looked yeah. like it was Nurse's fault, but that's just kind of like unfortunate when Nurse is assuming Dry Saddle isn't gonna fall on his ass and then everyone's out of position, right? But for me, yeah, they are just relax we spoke about it on the live show today and i think he will be more of the seventh defenseman and the sixth defenseman tonight and be more of like you're on the penalty kill and you'll play the odd d zone shift i think there'll be like six and a half each like i, th- sure. I feel like he was a little bit more than broberg before but i think you'll see broberg get more five on five time and then he gets his pk time yeah. i think their their minutes will be pretty square tonight i just think this is a bad matchup for vinnie deharney he's struggling with speed off the rush And the Kings have exploited that not once, not twice, not there's been like four times now where there's been a play off the rush that Vinny doesn't play it right. And who was was the defenseman in front of the last two goals that we scored Hyman and Kane? Was it Doughty? Yes. Okay. And now watch the the Hyman when the way he picked the puck off the blue line with that spin was almost the same as Arvidsson. Yes and no. I don't know if those but, are exactly but they're identical. They're not okay, exactly but, the same, but they're in the same like realm. They both both yeah. right shots, both spin okay. the same way. But Doughty's also going to run your power play and oh, distribute 100%. the puck. No, no, I'm not, not, not putting any type of comparables. And I'm just saying, even your most experienced defensemen can sometimes be the yep. guy who in front of the be the, the last the last line of defense, and and then puck goes in the net. For me, when I think of Vinny, I just want him to calm down when he's got the puck on his stick. Yep little bit. I think that 
when he plays a calm game, he can be incredibly effective in the D zone. I just don't know that he's playing a calm game right now. And we've seen that he can do it and we need him to do it. And the way the Oilers defense is set up currently, we need him to be there. We need him to be a big guy in the defensive zone that separates bodies from pucks, kills penalties. But when the pucks on his stick moving the other way, just make sure you're making the simple play. I would much rather him off the glass and out Steve Steo style from the early two thousands, then try and skate it up a little bit and make a play. We just need to remember that LA knows there's a rookie out there and probably is focusing all their energy on that one spot. So instead you of, no, hundred percent. But I mean, that's what I mean though, is that he's not taking normal hockey. He's getting like focused in on and that's fine. You know, fair enough. That's going to happen. Yeah. And I think because he's gotten that much of a, more of a spotlight, you have to give him a little bit more room for error as a guy who's got 40 games under his belt. I think tonight it'll be, a paint a picture of what the Oilers staff think of Vinny at this moment. Like if he's out there playing every shift, like he has been for the uh, games three, one, two, three, whatever, then I think he'll be fine, I guess. But I think he's also just got to anticipate that speed a little bit better. Like, you know, you don't have the foot speed, so don't go up and try and pinch on Arvidsson at the blue line. Like just hang back a little or bit. If you're going to do it, hit him, like take him. Let's see if he, that'll be a good point. Let's see if he learns from his mistakes. Yeah. That'll be the big thing for him. My thing is, is for, for DeHarnay specifically, is that like I was on this show on Friday and I, or a Thursday night, I guess it was. And I said, I would like to have seen Vinny get the game off for game three, because, because I just think that he was kind of the microcosm of what was causing the Oilers an issue, which is that the players were doing too much and every player to a person felt like they had to do that extra little bit to, to back each other up instead of what, what it really is, which is supporting each other and backing each other up and talking to each other and that shit. And I don't think that it is DeHarnay's fault. I do think that it is a team issue that, that, that just kind of, you know, you, when, when the team puts it on day Harney to be the last line of defense, that's the team's fault. And, and because day Harney buckles, that is day Harney's fault. Those are two different things. And so I, I just, my, like, I don't think that it's day Harney specific, but it is just day Harney specific because of these, these two plays or these two games where we've been able to point at everything with him specifically. We do this as a fan base though. We like to find one person to zoom in on, not the whole fan base, yep. but a very <laughs> loud part just focuses on one player we can go over a calendar year and on a roster and pick out each individual guy who we've seen this before so maybe i get a little more defensive seeing this because yeah. i've seen it before we've done it for trillions of years so but i'm not even saying like Vinny sucks Vinny's not like he's going to be a good nhl defenseman for this team i think for a while like i think he's going to be a staple on that third pair mm-hmm. just right now i think the kings are doing a really good job of exploiting his weakness and i just i think you don't have that level with Broberg because he skates well. And if they want to attack his side off the rush, Broberg's going to handle it really, really well. I just want to see Broberg play more. I'm not taking Vinny out. I would treat Vinny. You made a great example. When the Oilers went 11 and seven last season, it was like, Hey, Chris Russell comes in and what does he do? Takes the minutes that let you rest other big guns, right? Like let Vinny go out there on the PK block a zillion shots, be a prick in front of the net and do that. Like that's what Broberg won't do well. And give Broberg more of that five on five time. But I think Broberg really earned it in the last game or two, getting a little more ice time. He's looked, he's looked pretty good mm-hmm. that I think there's that confidence. Now you'll see a little more and that's, it comes down to the coaching now. Yeah. You know what you have out there. Uh, you know what the other team is doing, what they're focusing in on. It's time to adapt and, and see what you can do. If you have a player that you'd like to see step up, make sure to hit us up on socials. ON radio podcast. I'm curious. Me too. I'd like to know. We all see it a little bit differently, you know? 
Maybe you say Connor McDavid. Maybe you say Connor. I need you to do more. Remember when people were saying after rough. game one, they thought he was hurt or something like that. Yeah. He's casually again, has six points like, in four games, three, but again, it goes three to like points that thing. La- the last game without really doing his notice. We also him. as a fan base, we don't ever give credit to the opposition for anything they do ever. My favorite thing is how McDavid or Drysdale can have like two bad games and all regular season. We did this with Drysdale. You know, he's hurt, probably hurt, probably banged up. And McDavid <laughs> for the first time this season had like two slow games in a row. And we were all like, well, he's gotta be hurt. There's no way he's just what, <laughs> what do you have for normal those players? First two games. And just one. Was it 1.2? Yeah. Games? yeah. 1. Games. Really? Oh, that's it. There you go. Probably hurt. Probably his whole ACL blown up. He's probably on a peg leg. There's he no might way. not even have a leg. Yeah. No, he got There's no way the other team just played him well. And maybe he got some bad luck. He's had like 13 shots on end. We were like, gotta be, will he ever play again after this year? I don't probably know. Not. You just gotta love a fan base that does that though. We, no, don't, we never so look outward. We always look inward. You know, yeah. it's always internal. We've got to find the solution within. That's what I mean. Like there's, there's never a situation where you go, you know what? The Kings double teaming him in the offensive zone probably has something to do with that. But like, yeah, wasn't it you said you, you were at the game and yeah. you're like watching from above, obviously a bit of yeah, a wider two. angle than the television. And you can, you can see it as look, there's two right there. Yeah. It was game two. I was, uh, I was keyed in on him and I was like, Oh, they're doubling him up. In the so offensive isn't that what zone. you're supposed to do at that point? Kind of dish the puck yeah. off and let hopefully the, the, the four on three on the other side takes advantage. Like That's the, what I'm hoping for that. Like having Hyman score a clutch goal, obviously the OT winner Kane scoring the tying goal with a handful of minutes left. I hope that gets their mojo going. That was not a handful. I was sweating at that point, dude. Oh buddy. We were all sweating. Holy. That was a rough day. Yeah. For a bit. Yeah. I was, I was in my feelings a few <laughs> times there. <laughs> Both ends of the spectrum. It was something, man. It was something. I don't know. Like, it's one thing to be amongst fa- friends and family and common fans and such, and being in that spot. I don't know how I would have handled being in your guys' position at that point. Oh, there's just nothing more uh, deflating than like. Would you have COVID- rather been there? Like, okay, so take third period of it. You can't even talk about third on. Would you rather be there to be down 03? then tie it three, three or up three, nothing. And then tie three, three. Oh, uh, the comeback's way sweeter. Yeah, the comeback's right? way better. Oh, uh, but like so sitting loud. there, like as the Kopitar goal goes in and like the crowd just erupts and the horns going off and you're just like looking at the ground. You're like, Oh my God, this is going to be if, bad. So basically for game four, it was Jay Tyler and myself right in front of us was two Oilers fans. And that was pretty much it. What kind of pregame chirps are we getting into here? Buddy. Was it pretty quiet pregame or like, no, it wasn't chirps. Game- People are just yelling, fuck you in your face for no reason. It's like, <laughs> it's not chirps. It was just nonsense. See, this is why I, I love going away barns. <laughs> I just feel like there's probably some barns that maybe aren't, best for me when it comes to Nashville, whatever is fine. Everybody had the one angry lady in front of me. That was fun. She left halfway through the game or something like that. Yelling at their crowd over there. I just feel like the LA fans might be a different, you know, me. yeah. Game three, when Leon got his second again, admittedly, I'm at fault for the game three loss. I'm taking ownership of it because <laughs> you know me, I am a hat thrower. No matter the situation, I'm chucking a hat. Oh, if no other gets go. him. But I lean over to Tyler at the, after Leon gets a second, he's like, 
I don't know if I should throw it in here, man. It is hostile up here. <laughs> yeah, like there was the one guy who we'd stand for a goal. He'd be like, shut the fuck down. I was like, whoa, oh my God, I'm sorry. Next, <laughs> like, next time you got to like sneak in a drone and when you throw the hat, just attach to the drone and just fly it around everybody <laughs> and just watch them all lose their minds. Oh, Magic that hat. Fun. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, to answer the question though about chirps, it was, it was a hostile in there. Yep. It wasn't fun hostile either. It wasn't like when you can get into it and it's a back and forth. Was it worse than post knee injury Calgary? Yeah. It was worse than that. Yeah. That's when it like set off like I'm, one of the nicest people I know got angry there. <laughs> Dan? Yeah. Nation Dan got a, he got big mad there. Yeah. But it, like, Almost into a fist fight. But there's, <laughs> I don't think I've, we've been to the saddle dome. Tons of times at this stage. I have never once been standing in line by myself waiting for a beer at the, at the game, just on my phone and had people come and scream in your face, like (laughs) four or five inches away. And it was like jarring. I'm like, Whoa, it got to a point where there was like an older guy behind me just taps me on the shoulders. Like, I'm sorry, you guys have to, you're just wearing jerseys and standing there. Like you're just existing uh, to, to be fair. Not all Kings fans were assholes. There's a lot of nice ones, but there's a lot of shitheads in there. Too, like, <laughs> there's a lot of King fans that uh, take a lot of anger. I think from Evander Kane's existence, um, yes. that, yeah. that I, I had no idea existed until this, until these last two series, really. Like I think, you know, as weather fans, we just don't, we're not available to the available to the, California rivalry. Is, what's their issue with them? They just hate. I think it comes back to the San Jose. The thing. They had a playoff series, and right? then and then they tend to yeah, but they tend to take it to like the 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 side that doesn't make sense as to why you'd be angry about it. But like his gambling. Oh God, they trust him about his gambling just, nonstop in the stands. It's very confusing because oh. they have nothing to do with that. Like they're not the city that he had the the issues with like nothing. And, but they insert themselves there and that's fine. Remember when we were doing real life and he was telling us about how people showed up with pictures of his ex-wife during warmups. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we're just like, also actually funny fan oiler this interaction. Good, yeah. We're down watching warmups and there's these Kings fans who were standing there. They're younger guys, like yep. 24, 25. And they had a sign that said like, it's time to get pissy. Yeah. Time to get pissy <laughs> Oilers, like Kings and six. And they're sitting there kind of like looking kind of paying attention and dry settle just took a puck and fired fucking it. wired it at them. And the kids got so rattled. Hey, look at Leon just had like a little smirk on his face after it was so funny. What was Kane's reaction to the whole picture uh, warmups? Uh, that was he, last year. That was yeah, last yeah. year. I just wonder what, so, what did he, what did he say? What he, did he tell you guys about it? He told, he, and I'm paraphrasing cause I don't remember exactly, but it was like, he got into him with it. He scored or something and he yeah. got into it with him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the refs came over and it's like, you, you got to leave it alone. You're going to get out. And then he, he goes, look at what they're doing though. Yeah. That's my ex-wife. And the ref even goes, Oh, that's fucked up. So wait, the ref said you got to stop yelling at the fans. Yeah. yeah. He was like, we're like, we'll give you a 10 if you don't stop. Like, you got, you're kidding antagonizing me. Antagonizing the fans or whatever. And Evander Game was like, they're holding up photos of my ex-wife and the ref. I guess I was like, ah, okay. I honestly, if you want to chirp the player, go right ahead. Player uh, wants to chirp you back. Go right ahead. You want to be Andrew Ferentz? Flip off the entire bell center. How about, Who cares? Yeah, how about his glove got stuck. His glove got stuck. I almost, I almost had no issues with whatever happened with Toronto and Tampa. I was going to say, with the yellow, the yellow shirt. Yeah. He like allegedly maybe, tried to climb the glass. Okay. Right that's going too started. far, but yeah. you want to chirp the dudes in the bench and then Pat Maria wants to call chirp him back or chirp whoever, dude, it's part of the fucking game. I feel. Yeah. 
Like, I'm all good with that shit. Pat Maroon was melting down about that. I'm like, how soft are you guys? Like, just ignore it. I just, the part, the part about the penalty box thing for me is like that you're, you're really asking for yourself to get into trouble because you are stuck there as a player. And yeah. that glass is not like, it's just, it's not secure. It's yeah, it's, but you don't expect to anyone to, to try and go. And you may uh, yeah. want to come over. Well then yeah. Rob Graham, I have no issues with that. Yeah. I just, <laughs> but what I mean, the whole point of that is yeah. to like, get at it. No problem. Exactly. Get back on the ice, score a goal. Yep. And I am definitely fucking taking a big lap right past them. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But it's hilarious. But as, a fan, but as a fans, as fans too, that should be fun and hilarious. It should for be. You I mean, too, right? Steve, yeah. was it Steve Sullivan? Is that the guy? Was that the, the, the Hawks player? Oh yeah. With the, where he takes the puck to the, takes oh, yeah, the, yeah, to the, the nose yeah, and nose. the players, the fans giving it to him. And then 20 minutes later, that fan somehow, I don't know how this happens oh, in this world. Yeah. Takes the a universe. puck to the nose. He comes right back. That is fucking amazing. I love that stuff. Never please stop that. Yeah. Just don't climb the glass. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. And That's if you exactly do, right. then it happens. Dude, and he left. eat your punches and go home and have a soup because he ain't gonna be eating anything solid for a while. It's true. <laughs> I, uh, I also gotta have a beef like the hot mics have been catching a lot this year. Like there lovely. was Shen called someone on the, the bolts, called Maroon irrelevant and Brandon, Brandon Hagel was like deeply offended that someone <laughs> yeah. would say has, that about Patrick Maroon. three cops. Yeah. <laughs> but how did that work out for Hagel last night? It was funny, but Shen, yeah. Shen was a part of two of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah, point. Right. And he was a nobody at the time. Yeah. I mean, he was very. And then was a a there was a bunch of stuff that went down in the Boston, Florida thing. And Brad Marchand was like, "It's an invasion of privacy that the legal has to happen." It's like, dude, you are like quite literally in public. Yeah. Like he shares <laughs> yeah. them on Twitter all the time. I know, and it's it. like of all people to be like, hmm, I think this is going too far. It's like. Well, like, you know, you're on TV. Yeah. This isn't news to you, my boy. There, we all, we all thought the licking was too far too, Brad. If you're, not, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not blatantly swearing, if you're not blatantly swearing or bringing up something that's really offside, have at her. Pictures of the ex-wife? No problem. You chirps you back? That's what you get. Dude, I'm, I grew up watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. Wrestling. Everything is wrestling. Yeah. Uh, powered by Boston Pizza Fanalytics. Check out the uh, check out Boston Pizza. Check out the Fanalytics menu. The thing that I most want to check out, Tyler, is the pizza flight. Mm. You can pick any three flavors you want. You can stack them on top of each other and eat them like a sandwich if you Limited want. Limited toppings mind. or what are we talking here? No, no. Like whatever you can go you pierogi pizza, great white Ooh, north, or whatever. They're cla- yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, Tyler yeah. and I going tomorrow with Jay. And We're taking uh, Christopher Palmer. Palmer. You have a game plan of what you're going to eat. Pizza flight. I'm going to have one piece flight to myself. Where you, which which location? I just or you know, do me swing and, by and drop off leftovers. Pizza flight between the two of us. Ooh. Happy trio. I mean, may as well. We could also get some deep fried pickles. You could. How do you decide on the third pizza? Split it 50, 50. Arm no, wrestling. yeah, but you get a choice. You get a choice. And then you like, we'll let Christopher Palmer pick a recommendation for us. Like we'll it. have to collaborate here. There's a, lot you know? talk at, there's a lot of planning you have to do with this. Check yeah, out the good. Boston pizza fanalytics menu. A couple of numbers I want to share with you boys. Leon Dreisaitl, <laughs> obvious warlord, <laughs> has been on the ice for all 14 goals the Oilers have scored. How? I, I, it's hard to comprehend it. I thought you were about to ask us how good is that? <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Have all the goals been on the power play? Because I heard we were power play merchants. Mm. Just Dreisaitl. Yep. Yeah, yeah, have you, did you hear like what his pl- power play numbers are? Or sorry, his, his uh, playoff numbers are through his career right now? He is second to Wayne Gretzky for points in playoffs games. Who's at, that? Yeah. Is that guy good? Limited minimum 40 games. He is second. That is crazy. All time? 
Yes. That is outrageous. Uh, he also is like, oh man, I really want to find the numbers from this thing. I think I retweeted it. He is having like the way his game shoots up from regular season to playoffs. Here it is from uh, Prasanth Iyer of The Athletic in Detroit. Among players with at least 200 regular season games and at least 40 playoff games, nobody raises their scoring more than Leon Dreisaitl. <laughs> in the regular season, he's 1.17 points per game. In the playoffs, he's 1.66. So again, using those parameters, that is the best ever for gap from one or from regular season to playoffs. Second all time is Jude Druan, who I think played in like the early 1900s. His went up 0.26. So dry settles first. How many times you watch Jude Druan play? Handful? A couple on YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) You don't even Uh, know who he is. (laughs) I thought that was just a funny way of saying Jonathan Druan. But dry settles 0.49. Second on that list is 0.26. Like he's the best playoff performer going how about last night on tnt they called nathan mckinnon the best player in the playoffs and he has three points so far in the playoffs and what does dry Settle have uh nine nine, nine. Mm-hmm. okay thank you pretty good also, uh, also sorry someone did like one of those videos where it's like the clown thing behind it and they had to go all the way down the page for nathan mckinnon and then press page two and then go down a little bit further. And he was finally on the list. He was like 77th <laughs> or something like that this season. And the fascinating thing about this list too, I'm just looking and it's again, the top 20 of regular season stats and then how high your points per game goes up in the playoffs. Like dry Sidle's points per game in the regular season is elite. And then he just goes supernova. All the other guys on this list, or I should say a lot of them are like you know, Nathan McKinnon's in there. But when you get to some of the current players, they're guys who are like 40 point guys in the regular season who then crank it up like Joel Ward, Austin Watson, mm-hmm. Jack Johnson, Trent Yanni. That the guy, singer? Yeah, yeah. The banana pancakes guy? Yeah. Impressive. Oh, great jam. So again, like it's just remarkable that Dry Settle goes from like superstar to whatever is above <laughs> superstar and he still just clears this whole field. Because he's healthy. His third leg's healthy this year. <laughs> You know, yeah, he's good for stability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, last year he was what two points a game with that knee injury. Like it's crazy. Another uh, mention that I want to give for the Boston pizza fan analytics menu is right now. Evan Bouchard is averaging eight and a half shot attempts per game. Bouch is firing from the point. And when the Oilers, it's interesting to see how their power plays adjusted a little bit, just because it's just minorly different with Bouchard and Barry. He doesn't walk the line quite as much as Barry did, but he is putting a lot of pucks towards the net. Can we cut this part out till after the playoffs, please? Because I don't want to hear the betting. I don't want the betting companies to hear this. It's, yeah, been, quite, quite, it's been quite profitable so far. It absolutely has been profitable. Mm-hmm. Another part that uh, that's profitable is Bouchard power play point. I just take point. Oh, but plus one sixty five on the power play to get a point. And the power play is what fifty percent or something like that. Yeah, and he is like almost the heartbeat of it right now. It's kind of whack to be honest. He's just taking over. I know obviously McDavid and Drysaddle, but he seems to be like way more of a weapon because just shutting off Drysaddle's shot. But it's because he has two different options though. He can yeah. bomb it or he can sidestep you and well, use that and use that wrist shot. Wrist shot like way if you're a penalty killer and you're sitting there and you're like, okay, hey, do I go hard at Bouchard? Cause you got to respect the shot. Okay. But if I go too hard at him, he's got future hall of famer one right there. Future hall of famer two right there. Or sidestep me and walk in and make another decision. Yeah. Like it's crazy. The power play I misspoke 54.6%. Ah. 
That's pretty good. You're a bad. It's not bad. <laughs> could be better though. Could be. Could be 60. Yeah. After tonight, maybe it will be. We shall see. Again, check out our friends at Boston Pizza, the Fanalytics menu. You know you want a pizza flight. Nobody has a bad time with the pizza flight. Get three pizzas. Stack them on top of each other. Make the most delicious sandwich you've ever had in your life. Here's some stats for you, powered by Boston Pizza and their Fanalytics. At five on five, according to Natural Stat Trick, the Oilers have outshot the Kings 135 to 100. They have the scoring chances at five on five are 136 to 104. How come the goals are only 7-7? What's the reason here? Is it all goaltending? Is it what? Aren't we having like one of the all time low shooting percentages right now to start the playoffs? Well, they generally hover around 10%. And last time I looked, I think it was before game four. They're around three and a half or something right now. Aren't they four? I'm going to double check. I was going to say, I think Kelly is just capitalizing on their, on their opportunities better than we have been. Yeah, I agree. Well, there's need to bear down a little bit more at five on five, but I'm hopeful again, like I said a little bit earlier, like for Kane, big goal, clutch goal. Huge. uh, Hyman, obviously game winner. I'm hoping those boys are feeling a little bit good. They're like, all right, we can be Corpusalo. We've got the recipe. High from the circles. Shoot. Everywhere. Tonight, I'm hoping they shoot from the parking lot. I hope they're not in the parking lot. They're 14th in shooting percentage at 8.8%. Huh. Who's last? New Jersey. Then mm. Florida, then Edmonton. And Carolina, then Colorado. Where's LA? Seventh. Mm. So... <clears throat> You tighten up a little capitalizing on their opportunities a little bit better than we have been. I I think think, uh, Gregor wrote about it this morning in the game notes. I think a big thing here is five on five. Edmonton needs to get going a little bit, but they also need to get just, they need to get some more from their PK. They need to just kill off. First of all, stay out of the box as best you can. I know that's impossible with the refereeing in this fucking series, but like we need to get some clutch kills. If you watch the hundred percent terrible, terrible. I saw that on daily face off live. They were talking about that the other day. There was some just, uh, Felino's two penalties. Oh Lord. And that was the same officials from game three of our game. And that dive on Barzell. Just brutal. I think the game, I think it was actually, it was on the radio. I can't remember who said it, but the game might be just getting so difficult to officiate correctly. Like it's just so much quicker now. But uh, yeah, I know. It's like, it's always so easy to say. Okay. I got to ask though, the, the hit on Bouchard, why is that not five? I, bro, I agree. I agree yeah. 100%. I, I, I think very least, at very least, five automatic and then go review it. And they've yeah. been doing that so I much. Know. I, I well, and some of the like the Kale McCarr thing that he got suspended yep. for, <laughs> but slap like, on the wrist. One game, are you it kidding they, me? And then they reduced it, and now he's suspended. Like, but Bouchard took it right in the numbers. Uh, yeah. Blind too. Like McKen looked over and saw McCarr come in, and still got suspended. They for don't it. play it full black. Where does the whistle go off in that one? Because the puck goes off hits the glass. I but didn't they, see it live. Every replay on TV right now is yeah. in slow motion. It's like, yeah. it real. Yeah. yeah, it really doesn't make sense why they. Why Kempe wasn't given a five for this? Like it makes no sense at all. Other than the fact, if if you're gonna use the whole, if the playoffs is overtime, sure we hate it, sure. But then I'm gonna go backwards and we're gonna have another fucking issue. Yeah, and I yeah. I don't know. I just yeah, I think I was way worse. And 
the Macaw hit, which got a game today. Is that, I th- do you guys agree? Just a game. hundred percent. But they're suspending but based on. I was going to say the fact that McCann is now going to miss game five is the. At least. Is at least, yeah, going to miss game which five. So I get it. But can you run your league, league that way? No, because yeah. you don't you know. That's here. the way that the league has but been like, running for a while. Do so if, bu- so if Bush, yeah. so if Bush gets crazy. up, skates off and walks hey, down the hallway, but, is it then five? Okay, but also just a little, but little, a little small note too. The fact that Bouchard couldn't come on the ice for the power play. Like it's his fault that he got hit from behind again. We're saying that. Injured, he's injured, but yeah. not injured but enough. Then at the same the time, oh. game three, uh, there was a sniper in the building that took out Arvidsson, and he, <laughs> one of the greatest flops I've ever seen. He lays on the ice, then goes down the tunnel, <laughs> then comes back over the power play. I, like, think, that's he, the I think he legit hurt himself when he jumped. I think yeah, he, like, I, did, good. I hope he did because that was embarrassing. And I just like, and I, I know everyone's gonna be all fans, all homers and stuff, but personally, I've had some around us that's been relatively down the middle and and been there and seen it and is still agreeing with a lot of the issues in numerous series that officiating has been absolutely terrible the kings the kings are just doing like the kings had zero embellishment penalties in the entire regular season so they like to me it's a it's a shift and it's 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 impressive he throws his arms around like a cheerleader that's yeah i was gonna say pom-poms in his hands and (laughs) put on a video on the arvidson dive doughty was was the reason i think that i thought he was doing jumping jacks for a second so, so I, I just, uh, I don't know. I feel like this is where hockey is heading the way of soccer. And I know that that's like alarmist language and everybody says that, that way, yeah. but the see, Kings are heading see, the way football has fixed football has really worked to try and fix the diving and the embellishing. Whereas all the, all the hockey feedback, whenever you talk to a Kings fan or any fan that has a team that's embellishing is, well, the refs are missing it. So we have to do more to make sure that the refs are catching everything. And that's bullshit. That's not the way for a league to operate. Yeah, also had, the Kings also had yeah. six power plays that's, the game yeah. before they were doing all exactly, this. Why yeah. don't the hockey Raiders have something to say? Because every time I read anything about an MSM guy who can, you know, actually go to the league and, hey, listen, can I have an interview? They all say... They all just told that they just, they just told the wall. They want they, access to Rick. They still want to be able to talk to the referee after that question too. No, you're not talking to the referee. You're going to the league. Okay. Miss well, whoever's yeah, the head official. We have a question for you. You've been watching the whole playoffs. What do you think? Yeah. You might, you might get one answer out of them. And then that guy will never be able to, or woman will never be able to ask a question again. Is that's uh, part of your job. Though. That's I know, but that's I, just I, the I way just the league like, operates. Yeah. I just feel like there's too yeah. many of them out there. Just backing up the NHL for no real reason. Like they, they're afraid to do the journalistic side of things because the other side, the fun side is so incredible. Is uh, I, one thing I would like to see the refs do a bit more just outside of like, obviously the penalties or whatever, but like, some of them just don't explain what's happening when they talk to the crowd. Like yeah. last night in the Seattle game, I thought they actually did a pretty good job of when one of the goals was called off. He started, he's like, goalie's pad was interfered with on the goal. It is a no goal. It's because it's Seattle. It's you got to teach, you got to teach the fans what hockey is about. <laughs> True. But it's just like <laughs> in the NFL, they do it. They're like, whatever. Right. And then the NBA, I think does a pretty good job too. And even in, in soccer, like they don't, they don't stand up there the on the VAR. Game, say, yeah. But afterwards there's always reports that come out or the referee will come out and talk to the media himself. And it's you know what? And I know it's a much it. smaller league, but I've really enjoyed watching the XFL, how they handle that stuff. There's like a camera in the room and you get to watch the discussion from the head official, watch the TVs. He's it's very blatant. It's very out there. It's very open, but there's, yeah, I just, I just feel like there's, such a secrecy in the NHL that I just don't, I don't get it. Uh, before we move on to the game five preview for tonight, I just want to give a quick thank you to AMA travel. Tyler and I were down in LA with Jay this weekend, all because AMA travel, 
it was the trip came together very quickly, but successfully because of the work that AMA Travel does. So if you're doing something this summer, even if you're just sticking around, Tyler's doing a golf trip around Alberta this year and AMA Travel is going to help him figure it all out. So you can just get in the back seat with him or what? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to sleep in every bed Tyler's ever in from now on. But, but you need to, your clubs will be on your lap. There's only room for one. taking the truck? Oh, maybe I should take the truck. I wasn't going to take the truck, but now you got me thinking if I want to bring Gotta take the truck. Gotta take the truck. Gotta take the truck. Gotta take the truck. I do love the, I do love my nation truck. There you go. Seems like everyone here while I was gone in LA was having fun with it too. I look at it's parked at this place, parked at this place. Did anyone fill it up with gas? Jeez. You know, we don't have a company gas card. Oh, it's in a convoy with uh, all the Oilers fans. Look how much fun they're having. Oh yeah. I had fun watching it. Knowing my gas is going to go to get him to change oil where you're gone. Yeah. Tires had to be retorqued. Anyone do that? <laughs> <laughs> Conveniently, they all just left. They're outside they left trucks. Uh, hours. if you would like to if you would like to drive Tyler's truck, just email me. I'll get you the keys. Just just need to bring a can of cat food. Oh, yeah. No. I know where he keeps his hidden key. Oh, do you? I mean, just above the tire, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take it for a spin. Oh, yeah. You can't. No problem. It's on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Other what? tire will. Again. <laughs> Tomorrow on Oilers Nation every day, Tyler's giving away his truck for a couple hours. He's not. Uh, I also want to mention that on Saturday, we are going to be back at Greta for the watch party. We were down in LA and we were watching the videos of the squad down there and they were just having the best time. I cannot wait to get down there on Saturday. If you would like to join us, and I promise that you should go to gretabar.com forward slash book, get your reservation in. It is going to sell out. It's a Saturday night. We are going to be a packed house. Get your reservations in early. Again, that is gretabar.com forward slash book. No start time yet, eh? No, not yet. You want to know a funny story that's somewhat related to having an extra key? Yes. Before I had the nation truck, I have another vehicle and it has oh, like, uh, I don't, it has, <laughs> so it came with the push start. I've never had that in a vehicle before. And when I picked it up from the dealership, the guy had it started already, showed me how everything worked. He was like, all right, okay, good. I started driving at home. I get home and I was like, I got no key. I was like, where the hell's the key? So I'm like looking, I'm like, did he put it under the mat, like glove box, center console? Am I sitting on it? No. And I'm like, where is this key? I searched like everywhere in that vehicle and I had to call the guy eventually. <laughs> and I was like, Hey man, I drove home. So I know the key is somewhere, but where? And he was like, Oh, I put it under your windshield wipers. Did you not like grab it? And I drove the whole way home with the nice key, just there. sitting basically oh, on like sick. my hood <laughs> right there. And it didn't fly off or anything. I made it all the way home. There you go. There's a fun a shout out to one of those companies. I don't know that yep. sticky keys good or sticky paint good. Something mm. that makes me wonder, yep. has anybody here ever done that where they've lost the key, like in the middle of a drive before that happened? The car to, just shuts off. Yeah, like, hey, car stop. Go. <laughs> that happened to my girlfriend's mom. She like remote started it and drove to where she was going and her vehicle like went and went into drive because the key was like so close hung up outside right went into drive and she drove to where she was going and then was stuck <laughs> she turned it out and couldn't get the vehicle back like, the key wasn't there. like when your but, wi-fi works yeah. just outside your place or drive and it goes away they're yeah. supposed to like ding though and be like your key's not here like well, stop you, you think they want to warn you yeah, yeah. Half well, excuse me person stealing this vehicle <laughs> let's dive into the game five preview gentlemen 
Uh, just first, first thing I want to ask everybody's thoughts on Stu getting back in net. I think it was the right call. I loved what uh, soup did in relief. Like Rick said earlier, it was a shakeup move to change the goalies out after the first period. Lots of love to Stu, especially that breakaway save late in the game. You mean soup soup or sorry, soup. That breakaway save late in the game, huge, but save their season. hundred percent. It did, but I do like them going back to Stu tonight. Like what he said, it's been Stu's crease for however long now that guy's been your starter. You have to have faith in him to bounce back. And the other side of this was if it was like, okay, they lost game one because Stu gave up three stinkers and then they lost game three because Stu gave up three stinkers. And then he started game four, giving up a couple of bad goals. Then I might be like, whoa, whoa, he's bad right now. Like we got to give ourselves a better chance to win. But Skinner hasn't been terrible. You, you guys both said this already. That was a pull to wake the team up, not a pull to punish Stu. So now you have whatever uh, 20 dudes now who are feeling pretty bad about their first period last game. And they pull, got their, their their starter pulled who want to come out and uh, make it a little bit better for him tonight. So I think you'll yeah. see a big first period for the I like boys. that point. Liam, you like Stu going back in? Yeah, I think you got to play your best available lineup every night in the playoffs. And Stuart Skinner is the best goaltender this team has. And he's earned the right throughout what he did throughout the regular season to, to be in that crease tonight. You and feel I, good about the Campbell. That, that, that uh, what was it? How long did he play? 45 minutes? minutes? Campbell? 51. 51 minutes? That was a good 51 minutes out of him. Dan? I was just going to say, for me, Woodcroft is the kind of coach that would have probably had this conversation ahead of these playoffs with these guys where it was like, you know, Jack, you're the backup right now and we need you to come in and spot duty and help us out. But Stu's going to get the net again and again until, you know, for the future. So. And you know what? I think for soup too, like that's gotta, that'll make the off season better for him. Mm-hmm. I think right to come in, even if he doesn't play again for these playoffs and the team goes on a run to the third or fourth round, whatever, I think for him being able to come out of this season and go, man, in my last three games, I gave up two goals and I won this team a hockey game. I think that's a nice little building block for him. Yep. The thing I liked about it too is obviously getting thrown in cold into a playoff game is a tough spot to be in, but I also think it was good for soup because he didn't have time to think about it. All you can do is go in there and stop pucks. And that's what he did. And he gave us the win and a huge win too. Again, soup was great on Sunday. Liam, we got a banana over there. I'm starting to get a little anxious about this evening. Uh, not nervous, but anxious. I got plenty at home, Rick. That's oh, not going to help me here. The old tummy is like butterflying. It's anxious. It's yeah. just got get, let's get the game going here. Yeah. Only, so I'm not a big fan of these eight twenty starts, not because it's late because it's so takes forever for the get, damn game to start. Yep. I've been Agreed. feeling very calm this entire playoffs. Like until the puck drops, then I get into it. But like up until then, I feel very relaxed. I've been good all day, but yeah. I can feel the uh, anxiety. The old heartbeat. I hit ninety beats per minute was my high on Sunday. That's it. Yeah, and I got up to one twenty. I was, I I was, was gonna say, so I don't have one of those driving. watches. So I try and do this little thing on my phone, this little app, and I got to like the eighty-seven. But it was like intermission or something like that. Yeah. I had friends who were like one hundred and sixty. According to their watch, whatever the fuck that. Yeah, is. the watch. I think at. I really want one by the in way. the third period. Mine flashed. I mean, it's like, we've noticed you haven't moved and yet your heartbeat is over 120. Just are a heads up. You, are you dead? You might be dying. <laughs> yeah. Siri, do you know what the playoffs are? Yeah, pretty much. Oh. Yeah, pretty much. So we all like Stu going back in. I think it's the right move. <laughs> That's awesome. 
I want to ask you guys some keys to victory though. What did you guys say on Oilers Nation every day today? What were the big keys to victory that you started off with? I said team defense has got to be better. Like, I think that's the reason why Skinner got pulled the other day. I think it's a lot of the reasons why goals have been allowed this series, to be honest. The Kings haven't had a difficult time scoring goals. It's not because they're even scoring very good goals. It's making it very easy for them. So my key to victory tonight is for the Oilers to bear down a little bit more defensively. Tyler? I think that's a good key to victory right there. Uh, mine though was a bounce back from Stu. I think, you know, we talked about Yamo and Nuge and all that off the jump, but Stuart Skinner has a chance to like really make a big impact on this series tonight. If he bounces back and doesn't just have an average game as like a good or great game, like I'm talking 940 or better kind of thing, like stand tall, shut the door and we're going to LA with a chance to win this thing. Rick. Take that goals four on five on five and make it look like the rest of the stats are in five on five. We looked at it and they're, they're leading this in five on five, leading this in five, leading this, and then the goals are tied, right? You go out there, you win the five on five game, do it as well. You've been ha- handling the rest of the game. It'll be over. Dan? I think that goal by Zach Hyman last night showed me that Corpus Allo is breaking and they just got to keep getting the pucks on him and it's going to be, we're going to break through here. So I would like to see them just pepper the net, get 15 shots in the first period again. And I know that that's what they've been doing, mm-hmm. but I just think keep it going because Corpus Allo can't keep this up. No, you're right though. Cause if you remember in the third period, I remember one of the announcers saying that it just feels like the Oilers are putting everything towards the net right now. Yep. And it just forces him to make quick moves. And, and that Hyman goal was not anything really to write home about, except for the fact that Corpus Allo wasn't ready. Yeah. Feed off the crowd tonight. Yeah. One thing I can say about being in LA over the weekend was the crowd was into it, even if it didn't make sense when they got into it, but you could tell the Kings kind of fed off it. And when the Oilers came back in the second period, it got very quiet in there. The Oilers, if if the crowd can keep it going all night and the Oilers can feed off it and play their game, I think I feel good about it tonight. Is it comparable to, to our building? No, not close. No, no. good no, lord, no, no, it's not close. Well, it's funny because you hear all the LA players. Oh, we fed off it, and somebody's like, "What's well, interesting?" I mean, I'm just curious to see how how loud it actually is. Also, very underwhelming pregame video, dude. Uh, fans, you got to make it as hard as possible for those guys to play here. Yes. I also, another key bonus key to victory, make life hard for Corpus Allo. Like Dan said, get a lot of shots on him, but get in his kitchen, mm-hmm. get right in front of him. 18,000 people can do that. Go back to the late nineties. Let's get the Jonas chance for that was incredible. You could feel it. It's, how many years has that been now? 20 something. I still remember it. Like it was yesterday. The one I always think of is game six against the Detroit Red Wings in round one in 2006, where the Manny chance went through a playoff or a, a commercial break for probably three minutes. Yeah. And he even admitted post series that it rattled him. So Dude, let's Belfort, get the, the Belfort chance. We're in like pre 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 warmups. So let's get the Jonas chance going tonight. Let's get in his head because we can do our part as well. Awesome. Cause they definitely did us uh, the last game. Oh yeah. You can, I, was, I, I don't think I heard that in game one or two. Jonas. Not enough. Anyway, no, Maybe there no. was a little brief moments in game two, mm-hmm. but not nearly enough. No. One guy next to me was trying to do like Corpus Allo. And I was <laughs> like, too much. It's like, I don't know well, of yours. See, this is, this is where we need to do a thing. And we need to call our friends, the Germans. We need to call the Finns. We need to ask them. We need, can you guys send us the chance please? Cause they are far better at them than we are. If yeah. only we knew a European. Do you know what? Uh, <laughs> uh, let me look at my, my not a Brit. Though. I'm not a Brit though. <laughs> yeah. Don't trust the Brits. I'm English. <laughs> I, I didn't say anything about you, Liam. I said, don't trust the Brits. Oh, Jeez. They're great Brits. Not just regular true. Brits. Mm. 
I know. I know we're all itching to get to things like ask the idiots and maybe even word association and come up with questions. But first, we got to <laughs> step aside for a quick ad. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman, and. Don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, it's also Tuesday. We do Ask the Idiots on Friday. <laughs> yeah. Do you even listen to this show? Really? I thought we did Ask the Idiots every day. No, nope. just word association. Uh, talk about some stuff because I'm not ready for word association yet. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's talk about a little bet. We got into it, but first, mm-hmm. our friends at Betway, make sure you are 19 plus and gambling or betting responsibly. We've mentioned it. Bouchard shot props. You do it. Leon Drysaddle over one and a half points. Yep. I'm doing it. Oilers on the money line and over five and a half goals. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oof, I like this. Five and a half? Total goals. Okay. (laughs) Team total? (laughs) Wow. If it's team total over five and a half, oh, I'm going to be bricked up. (laughs) 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 Hard not to be. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) What Uh, else are you guys thinking? Uh, Boucher power play point is one I like. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm riding on that one with you too. I'm going to jump in on that too. Yeah. How can you not squad ride? Kind of like McDavid to score again tonight. I've got, uh, I haven't Multiple? hit this yet this season, but McDavid and dry both to score at plus two twenty. I feel like tonight's my night. I feel like it is my night to see this one. Seeing Connor only had two shots last game too. So I want selfish Connor. Mm-hmm. I want Connor. That's shooting Hungry. six, seven shots. I want Leon shooting six, seven shots. I want everybody shooting six, seven shots. I want the Oilers having 33 plus shots. How many face offs? Oh, I don't know if I, I bet wanna... on that once. And I don't even know. Like it's not I... in like, I like doing the shots on goal one for the team. Cause like, you're really you into like, it. put it on that, put it, it on that. Yeah. The face off one. I'm sorry, that way. Not enjoyable whatsoever. I don't know where to look. Yeah. I, I have no like, idea. I can't have a clicker on me the whole game. Well, what's it usually at? What's it usually sit around? 60, between like 58 and 64. Okay, let's have a little... Can we also talk about... You remember that the big save, the big blocker save on Leon in the first period, I believe it was last game? They didn't call that a shot. (sighs) We got beef. Yeah. Whoever's counting the shots. 
That's Come a on. local. It's usually a local team. It's usually the Kings team or the, uh, the home team is. So. I get it now. But you think right. they'd want to give Corpus Allo the save? Yes. So the shots did. Dumb. The faceoffs did hit last game. If I'm thinking correctly, 35 for the Kings, 32 for the Oilers. So that adds up to three plus three is six. Add to zero. Carry one over. Yeah. Column B. The reason I like 33 plus shots on goal. (laughs) 67. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Uh, The Oilers shot so far in this series, 40, 37, 40, and 42. 33 is a lock. Wow. Good call. If you are 19 plus, make sure you're betting responsibly and do it with our friends at Betway. Word association? Tyler, how much more time do you need for your signature segment? I think I'm good. So I just came up with them all now. All right. Because I forgot. Mm-hmm. So we'll start with Gavin. And then we'll work our way around the room. Oh, we, should, we should like bring in a wild card for this, but not explain the segment to them at all. Uh, all right, let's start. We'll go Liam. I mean, I don't think there's much to it. I think he'd probably figure it out. Liam, yeah. Rick. Well, if everyone we had Jay on, yeah, he just like, like <laughs> answered them like full questions. Yeah, Jay on. Yeah, he wrote an open. Short essays. Yeah. Uh, all right, Liam, and then I'll go second. We'll rip around the room this way. Oh, that's all, right. A all right. Mm. The vibes in the moss pit. Uh, electric jumpy jumpy they look cool immaculate awesome leon drysidle right now money in the bank stupid hot world beater con Smythe. stud hyman's goal and celebration hugging also i hugged my dad i hugged jay and me jay and tyler first of all i leapt in the air Probably higher than I've ever been. I'm pretty sure I touched the roof at crypto. I didn't. I'm also going to say jumpy for this one as well. But then the three of us, it was a tender, loving embrace (laughs) in there. I'll tell you. I just, for the people around me, I have one of my doormen. He's a, he's a big dude. He's a big Mike for a reason. I know full well that I can jump on him. He's not going to move. People around me have to realize they're sitting with me because there's sometimes if someone goes, I'll go backwards and I'll grab. I've gone forwards and I grab. We score. I just jump. I just jump and whoever catches me, catches me. Or if we don't, we don't. That's just, I've knocked people over last year. This year, I just aim for big Mike all the time. That was a very important goal, by the way. It was exhale. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good word for what it. Was the word, what was the word again? Uh, Hyman's goal in celebration. Uh, Hoppy Connor. Oh yeah, that was oh, so yeah, how fun. How cute did he look? <laughs> he was just like, he was Mario-ing in the corners. Like, yeah. woohoo. Uh, very good Uh, last one I got for you guys the vibes at Greta oh they looked amazing FOMO NA party of the year (laughs) yeah I'd say FOMO too because like we watched the videos and the the squad did a great job the fucking uh, reaction shot of the street, like Kylie and all of them reacting to the OT goal was so cool. And then Waz falls and Aaron's yelling at the camera. And it was like, damn, that looked great. It was so much fun. It was, it's, it's, it's such a good time. We had a, a smaller crowd for Sunday, but the intimate crowd coupled with the loss or the losing three, nothing to yeah. start the game. It was just, it was, it was great. It was like being around your family for the game. It was awesome. They were also doing a cool thing at Greta where for those listening on the podcast right now. Oh, that didn't work. It's dead. <laughs> we have this cool goal light. Pardon? Huh? <laughs> we have a cool goal light. Oh. And what we were doing at the watch parties is bringing it around to random tables and you got to keep it for 
like until the, next break. until the next commercial break. And if you had it, we bought you a bucket of beers from our friends at the Labatt Canada, Budweiser's Bud Lights. Mm. Yes. It's good Budweiser's. living. So if you want in on a fun game like that, Saturday at Greta, we might even get some more lights. We're not if sure. You want to join us at Greta on a Saturday, gretabar.com forward slash book. I so promise you that is not, not using that light though. <laughs> Smash. Oh, it's fine. It's just a little imagination logo. Uh, Gretabar.com forward slash book. Join us on a Saturday. I'm very excited. Tyler will be hosting that one. Whoopsie daisies. We broke a sign. We'll like fix that. it. I will bring in a hot glue gun. Yeah. I have a hot glue gun too. I could bring mine in. I bring my toolkit tomorrow. I have, <laughs> everyone who's got a hot glue gun, bring it in tomorrow. We'll fix up the sign. If you're yeah. listening to this podcast, please bring your sign or your podcast or no, geez, your hot glue gun. You wow. can bring your podcast. Bring whatever rattled, you want. I'm rattled history. for smashing this sign. Uh, I'm going to hold it like this for the rest of the episode. All right, boys, let's wrap up the podcast with a little score prediction for tonight. Game five. I'm locking in a four, two win. I got it in game two. I'm going to get it again in game five. Power play MCNet 5 3 epic victory royale for your Edmonton Oilers. Thank you, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, for your two goal performance tonight. Oh, you're going to get me all bricked up. (laughs) I'm going to agree with that, but I'm going to say 5 1 Oilers with a pair from Nuggy. 5 2, and it's the elimination game on Saturday. Let's go. Uh, 4 1 with a Connor McDavid hat trick. Wow. That'd be nice. Again, if you're listening to this right now, if you're going down to Rogers place tonight, let's get the Jonas chance starting early. Let's get in his head immediately. And if you're the Oilers listening to this, please, please, please come out and just own that first period. And also, if you're not even in Rogers place and you're just around, just start yelling it. So then it's in people's heads. Yeah. Like driving around wherever. Just have your windows down. I'm going to do it all the way home. I'll do it. Yo, no, no. Get it. <laughs> Do we care about Calgary getting a new arena? Who? Okay. Just wanted are, there, are we giving flames? them, are we giving them Rexall? Is that how they got it? No, they can have a, so the Wranglers get a new building. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> wow. You don't normally build a new, uh, a new rank for your AHL team. Yeah, well, I'm sure well, they got the, the, the roughnecks in there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And you got the, uh, the hitmen. You got to look mm-hmm. after that lacrosse team. So yeah, you got three three teams in there. How about three Ar- professional teams in there? Sorry, Aaron was telling me who produces Canucks conversation last week. Uh, what's the Canucks? Uh, Abbotsford yep. played Bakersfield or something. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, big playoff game tonight, Aaron," and he would be like, "Oh, Canucks made the playoffs." <laughs> Bragging it up is quite funny. Yep, we're savages. We're kind of yep. mean when we were in the playoffs, but that's okay. all. Nice. We earned it to be here. Yeah, earned, yep. not given. <laughs> There it is. We've gone through mm-hmm. 10 years of this, 10 plus years of this. 30 yeah, you years. You went to a cup final, Canucks. 30 years of suffering. 30 years you lost. Of you ruined it. Because yeah, you were four when we went to a cup final last. Me? Yeah. I, I'm a little bit older than four. Five? I was Gosh. 10. Were you 10? When you were in 06? Yeah. How old did you think I turned yesterday? I don't know. I wasn't 27? <laughs> 27. Oh Holy. my goodness. Yeah. Wow. What a vet. Old timer. Goodbye, mid 20s. Mm. <laughs> it's all downhill from here, pal. Late 20s now, eh? All payments. My favorite thing is we're coming home from Los Angeles and we're on the plane, and Jay leans over to Tyler. He goes, I think this is going to be a three day hangover. I'm, that's what you have to look forward to, Liam. Happy birthday. Can't wait. Three day hangover. Mm. Anticipates us to be out of the playoffs soon? The yeah, hangovers keep- don't end until about four days after they give us the Stanley <laughs> Cup. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Is he in his office? We're yeah. going to go talk about this right now. Mm-hmm. 
Good Lord, Jay. There you go. I want to say thank you again to our friends at Greta, Boston Pizza, AMA Travel, and Betway for making all of this possible. Go get your free Oodle Noodle stickers. And if you're looking for some fresh threads, nationgear.ca is the place to get it. Gentlemen, this is a big game tonight. The Oilers have the opportunity to take their first lead in the series. Woo-wee! And damn it, I say they do it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, Let's go. Bonus. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.